from Ivo Chipkin, director of the Think Tank Government and Public Policy. Is the idea of, uh, I suppose, debating the introduction of a universal basic income grant just a political ploy from the ANC, do you think, Ivo? Good morning. Good morning, uh, Africa. Good morning. Uh, listening to your quarter, um, heartbreaking. Um, it may well be a political ploy uh, raised at this, at this particular time. Uh, the, the idea has been muted for, for a long time in South Africa. Uh, the ANC in particular has rejected the idea. Uh, strangely enough, uh, the DA has, has long embraced the principle of a, of a universal basic income grant. So the fact that the ANC are raising it at this, at this point, I think your, your caller has a, has a real point. It might well be a, might well be a ploy. Nonetheless, the, the idea has real, real merit. And it has real merit precisely for many of the reasons that your caller was outlining now that it is a way of dealing with uh, a welfare instrument under conditions of very, very poor state capacity. Because as it currently stands, uh, we have a, a range of welfare instruments like the child support grant, etc., which are means-tested and which require fairly complex uh, administration. Now, we know, we know for a long time now, that the, the, um, the um, SASR and the Department of, of, of Social Welfare simply does not have the capacity to administer a complex, a, complex, um, a complex instrument, complex welfare instruments. So the basic welfare, basic, the universal basic income grant is a way of, of doing, getting, bypassing complex administrations precisely by making it universal. In other words, it doesn't require complex means testing. It doesn't require differentiating between different categories of citizens. It's just, it's a grant which is payable to everybody. So it's a way of administering a welfare instrument in a way that is fairly, fairly straightforward. So I think, um, yeah. I mean, it sounds like a grand idea, Ivo, and I certainly would appreciate that, by the way, and support it. And just to remind listeners that this debate has been raging on for nearly two decades now in this country. Uh, 2002 um, is as early as some of the reporting on this uh, that I could find, at least anyway, in the research that I, that I did. Can, can government afford to introduce such a, an intervention, though? Look, it's a million-dollar question. Um, I, I put it differently. Can we afford not to do it? Um, the, the, the objection to the basic income grant has always been that we can't really, the South Africa can't really afford it. The cost is, the cost is high. Uh, it's, a, it's a standard cost. Uh, it would require serious redistribution. It would have some serious consequences for, 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 the, for the fiscus. Um, it would require uh, potentially higher, higher taxation for, for the wealthy. Um, so I think the, the the economics of the grant are, are, are complex. Um, the original the original commission which 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 proposed it, strangely enough, stepped back from the from dealing dealing with the details of the economics. But nonetheless, various various proposals have been put forward which have tried to which have tried to um, uh, deal with those deal with those aspects. And I think there are ways there are ways of dealing with it. Our argument is a slightly different one. Uh, our argument, Yelena Vidojevic and, and I have argued that the potential savings, unexpected savings of the grant are, are, are enormous, and this is how one potentially could save it, uh, uh, finance it. So, for example, we, are, we, are, we argue strongly, and we are pretty convinced by this, that in the current structure of the welfare system in South Africa, there is profound discrimination against, strangely enough, uh, men and black men in particular, 
uh, if you see the range of instruments that exist, uh, they are they prefer um, women and children. Uh, black men are largely excluded, and they're excluded for strange reasons, ones which speak to a prejudice at the heart of, of our welfare system and generally at welfare systems internationally. It's the idea that men, and in the South African context, largely black men, are breadwinners of families. Uh, they are responsible ultimately for the economic upkeep of, of, of homes and, and, uh, and, and families, and that they should be out in the marketplace earning a living, which they then bring home to support, to support children and wives, etc. Now, we know in South Africa that there has been, the, the unemployment is structural, it is strongly related to the way the South African economy has developed, not just over the last 20 years, but historically um, through migrancy and through the, the kinds of, the kinds of uh, economic sectors we have. And as a result, this is an economy largely which prevents black men from receiving jobs. And yet we have a situation where we expect black men in particular to be going out there and earning, earning the money to support the family. And I think it's this which creates an incredible and tremendous spiral of frustration and anger and ultimately of violence within families and within societies. So our sense is that if we deal with this fundamental injustice in the character of our welfare system and a part of South Africa's uh, society, we think we could potentially reduce or alleviate tremendous levels of violence in South African society. And that in and of itself would produce tremendous savings going, going forward. And that's not just savings, it would make South Africa a much more livable and uh, a decent place to stay in. This special COVID-19 grant of 350 rand, um, I suppose technical glitches and issues aside, is a form of this basic income grant. Uh, is there still a magical number? The figure 1,000 rand has been bandied about for a number of years now. Would that still be that magical number that would help at least uh, to uh, ease the burden of socioeconomic challenges that many South Africans are facing? Well, I mean, I think 350, 350 rand, I mean, for, for many middle-class people, I mean, is, is, is nothing. But I think for many uh, poor households in, in rural communities and in small towns, etc., I think 350 is a, is a start. It goes somewhere. Um, so, yes, we would like to increase it. I think we do have to take seriously the, the constraints of, of, of the economy at the moment and of the fiscal currently, but I do think it's a start. We did think that it's potentially the beginning of, of a basic income grant. I think it's going to be very difficult to withdraw once it's been granted. The difficulty is precisely because it's not a basic income grant, it's a conditional grant, or an extension of the existing welfare system. It's reliant on the current welfare administration to administer it. And as we've seen, it simply doesn't have the capacity to it. So we've got a grant which is being administered through an existing infrastructure, through an existing, uh, through existing departments, uh, and yet it's, it's failed to discharge its responsibilities in this regard. So I think it's not just about introduction of a universal basic income grant. It's not just simply about more money to different people through the existing welfare instruments, or welfare, welfare departments. It's about really restructuring and rethinking how welfare is administered in South Africa more generally. So I think the current 350 is not really the beginning of a universal basic income grant. It's a stop, it's a stopgap measure. Um, and I think what is required in, if to go forward with the universal basic income grant, and in this regard, this, is, this would really be the test of whether the ANC is serious about this, is to start rethinking seriously 
um, how we how we how we administer uh, welfare in South Africa. Well, there's potential uh, conflict then coming ahead, Ivor. Uh, if a mother of a child who's younger than the required age in South Africa, in order for them to get the child grant, would not want that money taken away from them. But I don't think it would it, it, it would it, it it would require that. I mean, I think in the current situation, it would. Uh, it would it it would um, it would include that as well. A basic income grant wouldn't necessarily exclude uh, all all existing measures as well. It would be it would be something in additional in addition. But it would require rethinking uh, the general administration of, of of welfare in South Africa. Fair enough. It's a very interesting read. Um, I'll direct listeners to your article on the Daily Maverick. We'll share it on our social media platforms. Uh, thank you very much for joining us this morning, Ivor. Great, Africa. Thank you so much. Ivo Chipkin is the director of the think tank, Government and Public Policy, making a case for a universal basic income grant, uh, highlighting the fact that men, particularly black men in South Africa, are disadvantaged when it comes to the welfare system and interventions from government.